So you're so, suggesting that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints um, in its practicing form will out-survive and outlive wokeism because we will outbreed you. Part of the reason why is the phrase that keeps coming back to me as we're discussing this is they have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof. Ah, there's a Darwinistic yeah. evolutionary angle to that yeah. that's already talked about in the, in the scripture. Did, did you hear that? Wait, did you just blow my mind and say <laughs> that there's a Darwinistic evolutionary angle to Moses' uh, snake versus the yeah. Pharaoh? Because yeah, because Pharaoh's weird, bizarre sociopolitical religion couldn't actually beat the one of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob because that one's actually going to continue in it all. This guy. Okay, that's get, why I told you we had to get him on, dog. Uh huh. Yeah. All right, welcome back to Midnight Mormons, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Cardinal Ellis, with Barad, with Beck, and Kuwaku L. And today we are also joined in the studio with none other than our buddy Chris Hanna. What's up, Chris? What's up, fellas? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, before we get started, Quaku had brought up a good point. He wanted to know, oh, actually, I think it might have been Brad, wanted to know what type of Mormons Chris Hanna thinks that we are. Uh, am, I, am I misrepresenting you, Brad? Nope. I think it's an interesting question just to see what he thinks. Okay, so uh, we're starting to become friends now, Chris. What yeah. kind of Mormons do you think we are? Let's start with All the right, card so in. Start, starting with uh, Kwaku. Kwaku oh. is uh, like a uh, like a type of an occult Mormon. I mean, there, there's like this type of uh, people <laughs> who get into... Um, I saw somebody post something about it on some page, like saying to somebody that you got, you're just kind of like this general believing Mormon who doesn't get into like the magic and the mystical stuff. And I'm somebody who gets into all that sort of stuff and you and I aren't the same. You know? And, and, <laughs> and uh, I think that's kind of somewhat true of uh, maybe what Kwaku is. I, I, I get real interested in, in some of the stuff he talks about, especially yesterday, you guys were talking about Jesus in India and all that sorts of thing. And, and I remember Kwaku at the uh, RFM thing, not in his head real big that that he he digs the the magical like old european stuff yeah of, i think uh, it's cool all right okay i'm an occultist yeah. all right yeah, <laughs> yeah. the occult mormon <laughs> you have to choose well, again, one you, word you, Chris. Yeah, you, you blend in the the occultism into it but i mean i think a lot of people understand that that occultism was never really maybe a separate thing like the paganism and and all the, the old ancient stuff actually kind of blends in if you if you think about it hard enough or read about it hard enough. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so 100%. you have to choose one word. Is occultist your word? Uh, yeah, although I know that that has like some negative connotations to it. But I mean, uh, no, I have I a feeling. Those, I, have I don't a feeling, mean those negative connotations. You know? I have a feeling Quaku is one hundred percent fine with that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm fine with. It. <laughs> We wore bulletproof vests. You think I'm, uh, I'm, we're totally fine with, with getting some negative connotations? Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, do Brad next. Do Brad next. Do Brad next. Brad's Brad's like kind of like the quintessential. Like I would, I'd put him more like as a like a Utah Mormon. That's that's how I'd separate Brad oh, and, and Cardin. Cardin's the California Mormon, and uh, and Brad might be like more of like the Utah Mormon. Although you're Canadian, right? Yeah. But uh, um, 
you uh, you have something that that is just like this purity about you. <laughs> you know, there's, this, this, uh, <laughs> there's this whole level of uh, um, I, I remember watching the RFM debate. The RFM noticed it and tried to put himself on the same level as you, and I almost spit out coffee I wasn't drinking. <laughs> 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 Like he, he was wanting to put himself on that level. It's just this decency, this decent, I just put my parents kind of in the same place, you know, it's just this mm. super decency that just flows throughout and is real. And I think every single like podcast or any type of person always kind of like wishes they would be that decent and maybe pretend they are after they weren't. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, interesting. That, that sort of stuff. But I mean, I put you, yeah, I put you on um, a kind of like that level of, of, of if more like a Salt Lake Mormon, even though you're you're from Canada, just in sense of, <laughs> I know you guys also like will sometimes sneer at like the suburbanism of of, the, of that sort of idea. Mm. I wouldn't say that you're that. I, I agree with some of your critiques of the suburbanism that has Quaker boots in it, but um, mm-hmm. um, but me being around that suburban Mormon for years, I think there's a lot of good things about those types of people too. You know what mm. I mean? Like like as much as like it has weird cultural stuff, there was also awesome cultural stuff in the middle of it and decency. And, yeah, you know. But, like that. Gardens of California Mormon. You know? Oh, you can skip me. <laughs> no, no, no. We gotta hear this. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm nervous. Hey, I can edit this out. I've got full editorial control. <laughs> California Mormonism, though, don't you? You know, like I, I didn't really come across it until my mission. Then I suddenly realized that all the California guys had just a different view of, of everything than the uh, than the Utah guys did. Yeah, but I was kind of. I used to joke with people. People used to get mad at like Napoleon Dynamite or something like that. And I'd say, why? It's it's like Portlandia. Like, like you, you don't know uh-huh. that those guys are real until you until you get on a mission yeah. and they're your companion. You're with them two two uh-huh. months straight. You know, and you're like he's real. That guy's real. You know, and and uh, but all the California guys were like hard and like they're just more chill. They're more funny. They're more able to talk and think about stuff. They had come across all sorts of. I think there's there's a little bit more isolation. I don't. I'm not saying Brad was isolated from it, but there was more isolation in. Salt Lake Mormons about knowing about problems with the church and California Mormons know about it and mm. kind of even can just snicker at it and brush it off. And, there are no problems, only controversies. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I will say it that way. But like there, there's nothing to them that's like like that's shocking about it. They'll just kind of sneer about it. And, and some Salt Lake Mormon might hear about something like that. And go, oh, my. And the, 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 the California Mormon's like, yeah, what's your problem? You know, and just kind of <laughs> laugh it off and and and. and they've had just completely different experience and I, it might be all sorts of like outside of Utah Mormons that, you know, but, uh, um, mm. that might be why Brad's able to, to kind of deal with it. Better. Okay. But now let's all do Chris. Like what I knew from the nineties, you know what I mean? Let's like, all do ah, Chris. What would you say? I, who wants to go first? I got my ideas. I, I've got a fun one. Okay. Carden, what's yours? Go first. Uh, I think yeah. Carden, you go I first. Me go first. Okay, you still have to promise to be my friend after I say this. Yeah, yeah. I think you bit off more than you could intellectually chew in the late 90s and early 2000s when ex-Mormonism was about discovering controversies in the past and you didn't realize that you were paving away inadvertently in your activity for the absolute psychosis that ex-Mormonism has become. <laughs> and now in 2021 or 2022, you're like, whoa. This isn't what I signed up for. These people are crazy. And you're kind of a little bit homeless. You're correct with that moment hit in 2012. (laughs) (laughs) That moment hit in 2012. And I'm 10 years into that. And I was 10 years into that. Okay, I did mine. Brad, you do yours. Uh, I would say you're a jacked Mormon. 
not <laughs> not the Jack Mormon, but the Jacked Mormon. You really I'm just took that. To cut now I'll be pretty thin in a couple months. Oh yeah, took that yeah. large and stature thing to heart. <laughs> you really got that down. For for our audience that doesn't know, uh, Chris was a what were you a, a physique competitor? What's physique the terminology? Yeah, for like ten years. Dude, pictures. Yeah. We want to see pictures, dude. You've mentioned that. No, no, on my Facebook. You can look at them. Just on your like, Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. You just like, go through like my uh, profile pictures and stuff like that. But I get skinny. I get skinny when I cut down because because you know my Mormonism doesn't let me use use those juices. You know. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait. So were you like were you like grotesquely jacked, or were you just like no man? I, when I cut jacked. down, I get real thin. I get down to like one seventy five. Oh, now, oh wow! That's yeah. So I bulk and I cut almost every single year for almost twelve years. I I gain and lose sixty pounds every year. <laughs> so, nice, so, dude! Okay. Holy crap! That's All right, crazy. Kweku, you go, you um, go. So, I love how we're just like circle judging everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my best friend Mark Gonzalez, childhood best friend, we grew up together. We have this term called your. And what that means is uh, in my hometown, we had so many Baptists, but we had a bunch of Catholics. Um, and uh, every time we would ask someone, like, hey, what church you go to or what religion are you? The Catholics would be like, ah, ah, Catholic. They would always have like this like ah, beforehand because it was like, yeah, I mean, I don't really believe in it. But like I go, it's my family. I like it. That's kind of where it puts you. Like if the government came right now and said, like, OK, what church do you go to? You'd be like. Ah, yeah, it's Mormon. It's like I, I don't really buy it, but ah, you know, I live there. I like the people. It's Which my is thing. your flaw, you know, <laughs> Garden? <laughs> oh my gosh! But let me tell you though, I like the the, ah, or, uh, the those are kind of like the so, kind of the people you want to hang out with. Uh huh. Like, if I decide to kind of like drink coffee that day that guy's not going to judge me and then also <laughs> if that... I, like if he sees my garments peeking out and i look like a dork he's also not going to judge me and it's mm -hmm. like the perfect you know what i'm saying it's like uh -huh. those are the so are you, you suggesting Balanced. that living the gospel of being less judgmental and less vocal of your grievances towards your friends is a better way of living yes good job well, we got we got members of the church though that are like you meet like i had roommates at byu who it's like it's it's eleven fifty nine and the girl's over and they're just like waiting in the hallway just you know she has to leave in a minute right it's like shut up Nephi like there, just shut leave no because I don't think like, Nephi you know. would have cared maybe Omni but Nephi yeah. would have cared <laughs> Mahanrai you know yeah. it's just like oh great so it's like I feel like Mahanrai forgot to pray for three years dude okay. <laughs> the, the, the Chris types are the people it's like no these are the roommates you want you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah. these are like the kind of like like they're 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 Mormon because they're they're still somewhat within the culture and they they're interested in what's happening but they're ex-Mormon because they stopped going and don't believe and so you kind of you can kind of play both fields you know all right yeah yeah. I mean, that, that hits it pretty close I mean I, when I was on my mission I had a, on on one of my episodes a, a, an old mission companion. He talked about if you listen to it, he says he couldn't believe how, how hard I worked and all that stuff. But then in that same mission, I'd laugh when somebody messed up and like put on a, a, a red hot chili pepper CD and just like started <laughs> listening to it in the middle of something. I just like laugh at him. Nice. I wouldn't be some Pharisaic person and yell at him. Or something uh -huh. like that. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Man. Okay, so but, before uh, you forsook the faith and contaminated your soul, we're uh, gonna take. No, I just, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't like it. Carter, 
started. I'm totally kidding, dude. It was just a joke. I'm just kidding. Jeez, chill out. Um, are you guys ready to jump into the topic, dude? Let's you guys it. ready to jump in? Let's do it. I'm okay, ready. cool. Awesome. So, um, okay, Chris, you you were, I, I'm going to botch this backstory, but you were in an interesting argument with somebody. You were lamenting what a lot of wokeism has done to your culture, okay, and uh, they, in the name of science, were talking about destroying, uh, quote, Mormon, end quote, culture. And then you had said, hey, maybe this kind of thing has survived and there's actually an evolutionary argument for it and a scientific argument for it. I've totally botched uh, this this intro. Tell me what I should have said and where I just went wrong. Well, I mean, I think it's totally true. I, I can bounce off of what you guys are saying. Like, I'm somebody who will call myself some ostensible atheist, but it's the, the real word of the ostensible. But I, I try to make the arguments from the secular side of stuff. And I think you can make arguments for the exact stuff you guys were saying yesterday from the secular side. If somebody says all oh, these atheists they're narcissistic or something like that. I, I don't get offended at that. I stop and think about it. And there really is something that, that reverses in the dials of the universe when you suddenly stop thinking that things are eternal and you start thinking everything's material. Mm-hmm. You start thinking like that and suddenly things like your politics become your religion. And, and, and some people are pretty aware of that and it's pretty obvious. Other people try to deny it. But there's, there's all sorts of people who <clears throat> actually study this. David Sloan Wilson, Stephen Stewart Williams, Jeffrey Miller, it comes out of evolutionary psychology that that there's a lot of even Brett Weinstein will get into a little bit of talking about how there's a lot of things that religion does that helps gel a community together and and helps people you guys were talking yesterday like people interact more together in in uh, in the flesh body in the meat body world and, and they're yeah. going to become better and more resilient because of that because they're going to go and meet in church and that sort of stuff there's actually evolutionary arguments for that sort of stuff david sloan wilson will talk about jainism and say how like the the overly intense religion of jainism will create community and it creates community in a way that becomes more gelled durkheim he's actually the father of sociology he talked about there's a gelling that, that happens inside religion that can't really happen anywhere else and the thing is is like people like Lynn and whatnot they're they're openly admitting this in the sense that they go and try to create these thrive communities and, and that sort of stuff like they know that they, that there's a, like a lack there and that there's some sort of way that things don't gel and then they go and try to create it and i always kind of say back flip and i the guy on my channel we did a whole episode about how the atheist conventions of 2000s just blew up and they blew up because of wokeness and i will just point like right at that same thrive convention and say you guys won't be able to gel just the same it's gonna blow up you know and i i, I so do you watch, say blow up in watch. like it's blowing up in a good way or blow up is in like they just it might can't. grow and all that stuff it might thrive for a little bit but it's gonna fall apart yeah it's not gonna gel it's not gonna gel in the same way that a religious uh community thing will be able to gel and, and it's kind of funny because like even daniel dennett one of the four horsemen of the park he just had an, i think it was just this week he had a thing saying well maybe it'd be good if people went to church and like used it as theater or something like that because then that would start like having people uh get that benefit of that thing even though they don't believe and so there's always uh-huh. these, these sorts of like little admissions all throughout uh-huh. inside of the academic world yeah. and somebody once said like well maybe i think the same guy you're talking about i was arguing with Cardin is saying there's there's these AI ways of doing meta studies and meta studies and figuring all this sorts of stuff out. And, and somebody once said, I think it was Adam friend he's a guy on YouTube who talks about this sort of stuff too. He, he said, we've already done that. That's what religion is. Religion already is the meta data study. Mm. It, it already is the, the, 
not not just a couple years, not a thousand years, not two thousand years, not four thousand years. You know, more years than you could imagine. More years from before time was even um, recorded. It already is the meta study that of, and, and the uh, atheistic types will get upset because maybe some things are expre- expressed in religious ways. For example, you guys were saying yesterday that like, doing people as child of God changes how you view the, re- the reality, and there's just an obvious evolutionary benefit to that so you can think about like you want to get people on board about taking care of the earth well if we're all going to die in 100 years and everything's just gone in 100 years what what's it matter anyway but if you put in some sort of idea of like some somebody who believes in reincarnation or something like that well now there's a reason you need to keep the earth going and instead of hoarding it in this life you're going to have another life so you have to keep this earth going so like just that simple concept changes the dials enough yeah. That there's a pragmatic reason of why it becomes evolutionary beneficial inside of this life. Does that make sense? Yeah. And in fact, I think that. Um, well, there's a pragmatic reason why what becomes evolutionarily beneficial in this life. Participation in church. Like, that, that's one of them. Like Eternal beliefs in is what will, I'm hearing. Will from gel a, a community together and. and, and and help bring about the same values inside of a community. Like I, I look around for the reasons why I feel like I need to speak out. Supposedly, if I'm an eh, Mormon or something like that, is like you do see that it's starting. Like you change the dials on these things, and and you have something like a Delin come up, and it, then it does. Like you can picture like a hundred years. Everything's kind of bird's eye view. You know, take a bird's eye view. How much. I can look around at the community of Utah and Salt Lake City and totally understand that we have this amazing community thanks to more, you know, mm. and you change the dials on those things, give it a hundred years, 200 years and look around. It's going to be different. You know? yeah. And it's just it's as just, crappy as post apocalyptic Los Angeles. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. And worse, it'll just go downhill. And, and that's, that's kind of what I think, you know, Peterson will even get into it, is that the, the concept is over time, these things, alter communities from a bird's eye view across 100 years, 200 years, 300 years, and things that are atheistic, they don't continue because they die. I mean, like, I always kind of like, will joke with them and say, what's the future? You guys were talking about, somebody said yesterday, like, you guys are going to dwindle and disappear. And um, what what's the birth rates say about that? (laughs) Guess who's dwindling and disappearing? Yeah. Me. (laughs) That's who who it is. And guess who's continuing? The, The Mormons. What's the fu- the future's Islam? It's not it's not Star Trek, <laughs> you know. Mm. That's the evolutionary thing about it. So why is that? What 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 puts it together? You know, and it's it's the religious gel of the situation that puts it together. So you you're know? suggesting that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, um, in its practicing form, will out survive and outlive wokeism because we will outbreed you. That's what you're saying. (laughs) But beyond that, too, is the one just kills itself, eats itself up and dies. Like, I think I mentioned one of the podcasts, but uh, Doug Wilson, he's a Christian guy, but he had like a good way of putting it like a football game. You say, you you, you think you're winning the football game in the first half here, but in the second half, you know, your linemen all start questioning their gender and and then the, the, uh, the, uh, receiver starts getting into feminism and the other thing just falls apart and the Christians just pick up the ball and walk into the end zone, you know, and that's how it survived already for 2000 years. It's already happened. It'll mm. happen again. You so know? Do you, uh, so it, uh, I think that when I, when you look at the, 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 the far left sort of uh, Buzzfeed gospel of, of politics, it almost acts like a religion though, in certain ways. 
So, I mean, mm-hmm. they have an excommunication process. They're, they're, I say they're the only church that will excommunicate people that aren't members. In fact, they excommunicate <laughs> people that specifically aren't members, right, with cancel culture. Uh-huh. Um, they have the, – the journalists are their priests and, and their cardinals, and you have to abide by the doctrines that they put forth and their scriptures of social media. Are the fact checkers. And so there, yeah. there's, there is almost this religious style – that they use um, to 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 spread that's their why, ideology. That's why it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm and wondering if if that's like then will it last? Remember, because they they I, you know I think it won't. And part of the reason why is the phrase that keeps coming back to me as we're discussing this is they have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof, right? And they follow after some of the forms of what happens within religion and within the truth that God has given us, right? But they deny the power of it. They they forget about eternity. They forget that there is a God. They do away with all of these things that unify us, like Chris is talking about, the things that religiously gel us together has to do with our concept of reality, that we are children of God, right? And that um, God wants us to be happy. That's why he's given us the commandments, things like that. They get rid of all of those things and then they keep that form like you're talking about Kwaku, they have their priests, they have their teachers, those things up in there. But they've gotten rid of all of the power of it, and that's why it's going to be short-lived. Um. So, so then, so Islam's going to win, really? No, well, guys, but, I mean, that's no, why I think I, what I he's saying make... is that the 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 future of worldwide wokeism, leftist secularism. Okay, it's not the utopia that they pitch you to become secular. Oh, right. Because okay, that okay. fails. He's saying the future is Islam because they don't pitch you anything other than, dude, go out and have children in the name of Allah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm and, saying? And, unless, so, we get, unless we get our heads together about the sorts of stuff. But on the Christian side of stuff, who's at the top of that chart? Who's, who's reproducing? It's the Mormons. So if, 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 you know, if you want this community to continue, the community of the West, you know, uh, Mormons are kind of like on the front, you know, the, on the front with the horse galloping it, you know, carrying the flag, that sort of thing. But, um, and, and that's why I'm somewhat, you know, I'm not somewhat, I'm, I'm pretty defensive of it. And I do, I do, would call myself a Mormon for sure. Like in, in that sort of sense, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm on the side of this community and, and, and what it's been, you know, for, of course, things like have little issues that, that need to get, you know, fixed or, or bettered. But even some of those issues, it's, it's kind of that Chesterton fence thing that you talk about. Um, that if you come across like a line, don't rip out that fence unless you know why that fence is there. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of things that people are really upset about Mormonism, especially in modern day kind of woke visions of stuff. But some of those things are Chesterton fences. Yeah. yeah. And, and well, you yeah. don't know until the communities start falling apart why they were there. Well, you know, you know it's interesting. Um, uh, I, I can't I can't say the speaker again because he's <laughs> Brad. You listened to him the other day. I got you to to listen to his. Uh uh-huh. But he's a bit controversial. But he has this whole um, he has this whole like fifteen minute thing called here and no further, and he says that eventually in society you have to draw the line and collectively we have to say okay you can go here and no further because right here is the preservation of Western culture and if you cross this line we lose this. And there's very few groups that have drawn the line to say here and no further. And um, I feel like like the Mormons are one of the last groups to do that. But what's interesting is uh, I, I, I believed that the church was totally wrong for a while. 
um, and the emphasizing of women staying home. And, and you know, we say women can obviously. We got Sherry Do, we got Sharon Eubank, we have we have we have LDS CEOs of companies, but there is still this. You didn't mean to say that we emphasize staying home. What you meant to say was the Having veneration children. of motherhood. Right, right. Yes. Okay, that's okay. what I'm saying. But but it gets interpreted into the psyche as stay home and don't work. Yeah. And and that's kind of becomes the By meaning. those that would abuse us and misinterpret our meanings. The amount of and, girls and people I, in the church. Right. right? Okay. There there are people yeah. in the church okay. who end up thinking. The amount, the amount of girls my age who post TikToks about how annoyed they are and it'll be like 7 a.m. and they're like i have to wake up and go to work because some woman in the 19th century said that i shouldn't stay home make cookies and play with cute kids fml and you're like wait wait pause 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 you're the you're you're gen z you're the feminist generation there are so many girls who right now find the idea of not being barked at by a 40 year old man who's their superior at work and having their butt grabbed by the 19 year old dude who covered an act he works with them being bossed around for a paycheck that barely covers their rent and barely covers their gas and finds that the whole system of the workplace is nothing but a grift to keep them absolutely unhappy and not being able to get into what they really want. They're realizing that, huh, maybe that Christian idea of, of motherhood and as and, and this somewhat patriarchal system of men go out and work and I stay home and take care of this isn't as bad as they taught me. Yes, it can be toxic, but the reality is, would you rather be with some cute kids and paint and listen to music and work out with the other girls in your neighborhood from 9 to 5 or go work in a call center and be yelled at by a dude because you didn't like, you know what I mean? You didn't get his order right. Like, that sounds magical. This sounds terrible. And I think it's really interesting how this, the postmodern push against what, what women naturally want is now kind of making them rethink, huh, maybe maybe this, this Judeo-Christian idea wasn't that bad. So, I don't know. I find that interesting. We're seeing it on TikTok and of all places. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's there's actually like a whole movement of people who who understand all the postmodern arguments and then say, well, if it all is just a narrative, I'm going to choose that traditional narrative <laughs> and then yeah. just go right back into it. So, it's almost as though faith is a choice. Yeah. Like it is right. said in church. And so here's my <laughs> question. It's so interesting that you say, okay, cool. There's an evolutionary explanation for why attending church is superior to not attending church, why it's better for society, why it's more comfortable for the individual and for, for, for the group at large. So how do you square this in your own head? You know, like you say, okay, I'm atheistic and I approach things from a material argument. At one point in your life, approaching things from a spiritual argument you thought was wrong. Do you feel like you're coming to a place where you're thinking, okay, I was wrong in my materialistic and atheistic arguments? Do you feel it has to be a fusion of those both? Because I also don't see how you can square atheistic arguments. You can't just go to church for theater, like some of these guys have suggested. You can't just make anti-Mormon groups community because they lack that belief that deep-rooted Moroni's promise belief because I had spiritual experiences that I can only explain through God, they lack that glue. You can make a, pa a, a pile of bricks that you took out of another building get really, really tall, but without mortar to keep them together, you'll never get a two-story building with, that withstands a storm. So, so I just wonder, how does your generation, because you're very representative of a lot of the friends that we've had. You're very representative of a lot of people between your age and Kwaku's age um, that, you know, have either lost faith or changed faith or transitioned out of faith. But 
they they got a lackluster response from what they thought they were going into. So so what is what 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 do you think the future is? Because I don't think what is the future for guys with your opinion? Because I don't think you can square them without an actual sincerely held belief in God. I don't think you can find community in atheism. I well, I mean, I agree with that. And like I said, who's who's going to die out? It's me. Like I'm, I already get that. You know what I mean? But the <laughs> don't uh, you have some super it, hot Latina girlfriend? Come on, like you're gonna yeah, you're gonna, yeah, pump, do, you're gonna get some kids. She's Catholic, and so I go with her to like I go through the Catholic oh. church, and that doesn't really speak to me very much. You know, <laughs> I'll mean? go and sit through it, but uh, but you know, it's it's not my it's not my favorite every single week. Mm. But um, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm working that sort of thing out, but I, I totally understand what you're saying. I actually talked about it in like one of the thing I have posted in, in, on my channel as my main clip is, is the concept of like, maybe, maybe a guy like me could just be an usher one way or the other, but the, the, the person who understand, like, I understand that the person up at the front of the cathedral has to be somebody like Brad, you know, somebody who's decent and, <laughs> and sincere about this, this kind of concept. It's not going to be this idea but jonathan pajau a guy who, who done a lot of stuff with, with jordan peterson he he has a christian orthodox kind of belief that 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 uses a bunch of symbolism and it's almost talking about all the same stuff except from a truly believing side like the, you can make all these same arguments from like a truly christian believing side and his whole concept is all of these things aren't just evolution it's not just you know the, the word just you can say the word just but it's not just, yeah. it's, it is the thing. It is the thing that's always been talking about. And, and a lot of this, like you said, it can be other religions. There's been so many different religions that have died out, including woke type religions throughout history. I mean, a lot of this is part people partially don't understand just how much history has gone by, how much this happened back in the times of Rome, you know, it really did. Um, um, there, there was this thing called like, like the word luxury, the word luxury comes from the time of Rome and Luxus, and it came from a place and the people that died kind of almost out like Sodom and Gomorrah. And th there's a lot of stuff you can like look into that, that um, um, sort of idea. This is a repeating thing throughout, throughout all of, all of history. But yeah. um, I would say that how do I square up? I mean, I'm still sorting it out. I'm still going down that, that whole entire path. And, and there's some sort of level of between those people who are trying to make a meaning out of that sort of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand it myself and get there, but I completely, I agree. Like I, I agree with what you're saying. And then it kind of takes a while as an atheist to, I, I sometimes joke, I'll joke around and say like, maybe I was like spiritually autistic or something like that. Like I, it just didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel all that stuff. Like I didn't, I didn't get it. And then I had to see it happen, you know, mm. and then seeing it happen, I start sorting it out and I start piecing it together and I start, start seeing the stuff better and um, from a different angle. You know? yeah. Well, I wouldn't and call that spiritually autistic. Un unfortunately, we have to, we have to end <laughs> in 60 seconds. Cause I got to, it's just a joke guys the to the airport, <laughs> but oh, no, I don't say that to condemn the joke. I would say, I think it's just spiritually different and you actually, I, I don't know if you meant to, but you stumbled upon something actually quite beautiful there, Chris, where you said, you know, maybe I should participate even if I were just an usher and we need guys like Brad up there giving the sermons, right? Well, first off, I would only correct you in one thing. Don't discount the importance of the usher because let me tell you, Brad in his amazing belief, maybe giving an awesome barn burner speech that correctly interprets the doctrine and so on and so forth. But the usher is telling other people that may be on the fence 
and may not have a completely formed spiritual opinion or a completely formed testimony. Just saying like, look, dude, I don't either, but I recognize it's better to be here. My grandfather spent almost 30 years out of the church. Okay. He wasn't like anti and blogging against the church or anything, but similar to you, he lost his faith. He had some very difficult personal experiences he had to go through. And, and, and he thought that they wouldn't have been that way if God were real and so on and so forth. And I love this man, so I don't besmirch him, but he just got rebaptized in his like eighties. I think it's like mid eighties. Oh, dang. Yeah. It was crazy. I just, yeah, I just went to his baptism less than six months ago. He just got uh-huh. rebaptized after 30 years out of the church. And do you know what he said as his testimony at his own baptismal meeting when he he got rebaptized? He bore his testimony. He said, I have spent decades both in and out of the church, and I've realized it's just better in. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, that's the simplest of all testimonies. (laughs) Like literally the simplest. He did not say Joseph Smith was a prophet. You know what I'm saying? He did not say, I believe the Book of Mormon to be the word of God because of this experience. He didn't talk about kinderhook plates or, or about, you know, Nahum in, in Persia. You know what I'm saying? None of that. He just simply said, as an usher would say, I recognize that it's better to be here than there. So you actually kind of stumbled upon something beautiful there. And I give you credit, Chris Hanna. Um, unfortunately though, we got to go. We're hard out, man. You know? So, so give us the last word, dog. Just wrap this whole thing up. You know what I'm saying? With when, I, when I first went through the, the temple, I went, it was my grandpa's first time too. You know, he'd been an Irish Catholic his whole entire life. Oh, cool. You know, maybe there is something to that, that whole concept, but I mean, I, I mean, I think I do kind of describe that I'm going through it, but there's part of that that I do think maybe sometimes people do have to kind of go and come back and, and find out. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I'm going through in, in my channel talking about some things that 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 uh, you guys have talked about and Quaku's talked about is that there's mysticism in everything. It's in all the philosophies, anything you go all the way down, all the way through it, you're not going to escape it. So so you got to choose it somewhere, you know, yeah. and, and I saw somebody else say this week um, that it's, it's people who openly kind of choose to kind of have a foot in the mystical seem to be the ones who are able to actually grab a hold of reality a bit better mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think there's a i think there's a truth in that too but I, i'm trying to uh, uh my, my my own journey is my own journey but part of it too is just, just sorting out and poking at poking at everything that's out there that that claims to have answers and, and ends up being kind of the same <laughs> the same problems but um yeah uh well where could people find you bro where can they find oh, you? Because you got a, a sick podcast. Channel, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily trying to grow or be anything. Like I said, but dude, you, your podcast is awesome, dude. You, you deep dive. Don't <laughs> well, I'm not, sell your I'm not very. I'm not pro like you guys are or anything like that. And at the same time, I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm really not. <laughs> I, it's, I'm poking. My channel spends a lot of time poking at people like Delin for how they're mm. being anti-Mormon. And by anti, I mean instead of, not mm. against. Mm-hmm. And, mm. and it's a 
knockoff version. See, <laughs> that's the reason good. why we need to plug the show. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. 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 Yeah. That's and not really... just because it's anti-Mormon, but because you're understanding the fact that against is different than instead of. If you're using it to self-aggrandize while accusing others of self-aggrandizement, you become hypocritical. And then you leave people with a blank, empty shell of what they had before. And at least what they had before gave them a sense of self-identity from which they could succeed in life. An imperfect succession, but still they were succeeding. So, yeah, I, I demand that you tell people where they can find it's you. Me. It's just my name. Yeah, look it, look it up. And, and we're kind of poked through it. Like I, I have the, the, the kind of like conceit of it is I do some shows with my believing friend and I do some shows with my atheistic friend and try to show how like I work in between the, the two concepts and be the same person. Interesting. The whole entire thing. But um, the uh, most of it is kind of picking on. We are picking on. Uh, Delin and Larson and, and those, those types of people. We, we do pick on them. Uh -huh. He's confessed to cyberbullying. So with that said, you know, I'm just kidding. All right. Awesome. Well, unfortunately, we got to go. But this has been great, Chris. I look forward to many talks. We're going to be reposting a lot of your stuff, man. Because I think okay, it is. But it's, it's not it's not all professionally done like this. Maybe I'll get it. A Dude, little don't bit sweat it, dog. It doesn't have yeah. to be, baby. It doesn't have to be. It is the pearl <laughs> of great price that sat in the ugly, nasty clam at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. It's Chris Hanna, ladies and gentlemen. This is Chris. Wait, 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 wait. One last thing. What? Quaku, the first time we were talking about, it, he talked about the snakes in the Bible. And and there's there's different Quaku? things like in, in Moses, and some snakes eat the other snakes. And yeah, the wokeism can act like a type of religion, but the, the biblical concept of that whole thing is that that they were already pointing out that certain snakes are going to survive that they're going to get eaten ah, gonna, there's a darwinistic yeah. evolutionary angle to that yeah. that's already talked about in the in the scripture did did you hear that wait did you just blow my mind and say <laughs> that there's a darwinistic evolutionary angle to Moses's uh, snake versus the yeah. pharaohs because yeah. pharaoh's weird, bizarre socio-political religion couldn't actually beat the one of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob because that one's actually going to continue and it'll all... This guy, okay. That's get, why I told you we had to get him on, dog. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> Come to Utah, help him with his set. Like, we'll give you an extra camera. Let's make your thing look good. Because, dude, you should. You're. That's. Yeah. Damn. That's good. All right. This is Midnight Mormons. See you in the next podcast. <laughs>